Today's share in Mishnabura Yomi is Daf Pei Omad Aleph in the second volume of Mishnabura. And we're in Simon Kufayin Zayin, which Amit Hashem we're going to finish today, which deals with a lot of the halachos still of desserts and special things that are brought during the meal. Do you or do you not have to make a brachari shown on them? So we're at the very top of the Omad Sif Gimel. The Mechabi writes, Vim Kovea Liftan Sudas Alperos. If a person is Kovea his meal, he washes, and then he's Kovea the meal to have it on fruits. Then these fruits are considered the main meal, part of the meal, and therefore they are exempted from having to have a bracha rishona on them. They are exempted by the bread, the pas. As opposed to, we've spoken in previous Sifim, that if a person decides to have an apple in the middle of the meal, so he has to make a bar priates on the apple, even though he washed. So here the Mechav is telling us, if your meal is a fruit meal, you're having a fruit platter for lunch, and you wash, and you have a piece of bread, and then you have a fruit platter, so then you do not have to make a separate bracha on the fruit platter. And even if the first fruits that you're eating at this meal, after you washed, are in fact not eaten with bread, Nevertheless, you don't have to make a bracha rishon on the fruits, and you don't make a bar in a fashel, say afterwards on the fruits, or if they were grapes, you don't make an ala eitz. That is the halacha that the Mechaber brings down first. This is in the name of the tur and the rosh. However, he then brings down in the name of the smag and the agos maimonios, and he says, the yesh cholkim. They disagree and say that it would demand the bracha. Under what circumstances, we'll see in a moment in the Mishnah Bura. Now, before we actually get to the Mishnah Bura, we'll just bring down over here the Tzchavetz Chaim in the Bir Halacha Dibra Maskil. Vafilum Ocha Me'aperos, when we're talking here about having some of the fruit without the bread, he's talking Rotzolomar Ma'at, just having a little bit of the fruit without the bread. Then, the bread will still pot to the fruit over here as we brought down, and this is the name of the tour. But now let's see inside the Mishnah Bura. Sivkot and Tezvav, the Mishnah Writes, wrote Salomar, the Machaber is telling us over here, he's not having anything else for lunch. Lunch is this fruit platter. And therefore, that's the Koveya of the Suda, and it's with the bread that he ate beforehand. And therefore, that's why it's considered over here, like we mentioned in Sif Aleph, something that comes as a regular part of the meal doesn't require its own bracha, it's exempted by the Hamotzi. So to over here, fruits normally are not part of the meal, they do require their own bracha, but over here, since that's what your Kovei is on, you don't make a separate bracha on the fruit platter. The issue footnote number 23 brings down, Umisha Ochel, banana besuda, if somebody has a banana, below pas, without bread, but this is his meal. He's having a banana. People like to have a banana in the middle of the meal. So they bring down in the name of the Chazonish, that the Chazonish did not eat, make a bracha when he ate bananas in the middle of the meal. And the reasoning was, that was his main meal. So again, this is the idea of your koveya suda on a fruit platter or on some sort of a platter that has various things in it that otherwise would require their own bracha, but if they're the kviya suda, so then that becomes the meal and it doesn't require a separate bracha. Mishnabur Sivkotin Yudzayin explains further, Rod Salomar, even though we already brought down in yesterday's year that one should really have bread with the fruit and bread at the beginning of the meal and bread with the fruit at the end of the meal in order not to have to make a bracha on the fruit in the middle of the meal. Nevertheless, here, we're not talking about that he's having other things, but this is the Iker Suda. So therefore, then even if you just had bread at the beginning of the meal, and this is the Suda, then 
even though you didn't have bread at the end of the meal with these fruits, even though you're not intending to have any more bread with these fruits, since it's the Ikasuda, you don't have to go and make a separate bracha on them. As opposed to when it wasn't the Ikasuda, we said you better have you better eat bread with them at the beginning and at the end in order to not have to make a bracha in the middle of the meal as well. And the Chavetz Chaim in Sharetzion, Osiot Zayin, says that this statement of the Mishnabur, which is really from the Ramah, is not arguing on the Mechaber, it's explaining the Mechaber. And the Mechaber agrees with this statement, which we'll see in a moment, actually in the Ramah. And now we continue with the Mechaber right before that Ramah, and the Mechaber says, V'lochein, therefore, Tov pas. He says the best way to get, to get around any problem is to have the fruit a little bit with some bread. And then, And then, even if, since you're Kovei Asuda on this fruit platter, and you had a little bit of the fruit platter with bread up front at the beginning, so then, even if you don't have any more bread later on, it's not a problem. You don't have to make a separate bracha on any fruit that you eat without the bread. And that's what now the Ramah is really going to explain this Mechaber, Even though you're not going to have any more bread later on. You ate your slice of bread at the beginning of the meal, and now you're having your main meal, a fruit platter, and you don't plan on having any more bread with it, since you had a little bit of bread with a fruit platter up front, you don't have to make any new brachos on the fruit when you're eating it now by itself. And this is what the Mishnabur said, the Ramah is not really arguing with the Mechaber, he's explaining the Mechaber. I say we skipped Mishnabura Sivkan Tezayin. Here, the Mishnabura is explaining the sheet of the Yesh Cholkim over here, the Smag and the Agos Maimonios, who explain, who they hold, If you didn't eat it with bread at the very beginning, so that even though you were Kovea Suda on this fruit platter and you washed, and now you're having the fruit platter, but if you don't eat it with bread, these opinions hold you do have to make a separate bracha on the fruit platter of Bari Priya Eitz. At the end of the year, the Mishnah Brewer summarizes a lot of these dinim with the payros, and we'll go to that at the very last Mishnah Brewer of today's year. Now we go to the Mechaber Siv Dalet. Even though the fruits were not on the table at the time that you washed and made hamotzi on the bread, since that is your meal, you're having a fruit platter for lunch, so if you're example in a restaurant and you have bread on the table and you wash and eat the bread and you order your fruit platter and then it only comes out a few minutes later, nevertheless, he he says the fruit platter doesn't require a separate bracha because that's their ikra meal and it's pottered by the bread. Mishnabur explains Sivkot Yudches, and you didn't specifically say, I am going to have a fruit platter for lunch. Since you are sitting down to now eat lunch or whatever, you are intending to exempt with this bread whatever brachos are going to be brought down as part of the regular meal. And if you subsequently decide to have a fruit platter, so it still works the bread over here according to the Mechaber to exempt you from having to make a separate bracha on the fruit. And this is brought down in the Bagin Abram in Simon Reishud Base. Sivkot you don't have to make any brach at all. Brach klal. Pirush, he means to tell us over here, lemash ochel pas. He's talking about if you eat it with the bread. Lemash ochel below pas, nisbara besifim hakobin. We've already explained previously that if you don't have it with the bread, you just have a fruit in the middle of the meal, so then you may have to make a brach on that as we've discussed previously. Again, we will summarize all these halachos in a moment. Now we go to the final sif, sif hey. The Mechaber writes, im achar shebeirech alapas, shochel mibes acherim, if after you washed on your bread, people sent over to you from a neighbor's house additional food, you weren't counting on this food beforehand. 
And you had no intention that you were, or understanding that you were going to get a present over here, so when you washed, you didn't have it in mind. So the Mechaber says, Even if they're giving you food, which normally is part of the meal, it is accompanying the bread, and if you had brought it out, it would not require its own bracha. In this situation, since you weren't expecting it, you would have to make a new bracha on this, let's say they send over some meat, so that normally is part of the meal. So nevertheless, you'd have to make a new shahakal on the roast beef that they sent over, because you weren't expecting it. It's called nimlach, you weren't expecting it beforehand, your original bracha cannot exempt it, and the Mechaber says you have to make a new bracha on this that your friends sent over, which you had no expectation of, and it wasn't rugil for them to send it over to you, so therefore you make a new separate bracha. However, the Ramah quotes and says, Hagah, the lower isin is He says, nowadays people aren't careful in this, they do not make a separate bracha, and the reasoning is, we have showed the Tama, the reason that they give, because the normal, typical sense of a person is, the original bread will exempt it. So, the person's a guest at somebody's house. He has no idea what the first course is going to be, the second course is going to be. Whatever they put out, his bread is exempting that. So to over here, whatever they bring over, that's considered as if it's part of the meal, the Ramah says, and Stam is that you have that intention in mind, even though you didn't know you were going to get that particular present. Mishnah Bruin Sivkot Nechof explains, wrote Salomar, Vigam Ochlin Mapas, you're going to eat that food with bread. Therefore, Kivan Shumi Beisachairim, since it came from another house, Shibavadi Lo Yodaitam Lam Klal, and since you had no intention for that at all, so even though you are eating it with bread, since it wasn't expected, the Mechaber brings down, you have to make a separate bracha on it. Dear foot number 24 brings down, even though these are subordinate to the bread, nevertheless, you have to make a separate bracha according to this opinion of the Mechaber, as opposed to the opinion of the Orach HaShulchan, who says that if it is eaten with the bread, then you don't have to make a separate bracha on it. Why should this be the case, according to the Shulchan Aruch over here, that even though you're eating it with the bread, you have to make a separate bracha on it? So the Chazon Ish explains, When we have a subordinate and a, and a major item, it's not that the major item exempts the subordinate bracha because the subordinate one doesn't require a bracha. It's that the subordinate thing does require a bracha. It's just that it is being exempted with the bracha that you're making on the ikr. In this situation, it's not, in fact, being exempted because you weren't expecting it, and therefore you have to go make a separate bracha according to this opinion of the Mechaber. Mishnah Bruce of Kotten Chafalaf adds, and he says, V'hainu, what we're talking about over here, We are talking about when they bring you stuff that normally would be part of the suda. And the Ramah disagrees with the Mechaber and says that the reason why people don't make a brach on this is because it is part of the normal suda. As we've explained in Chanal B'Sif Aleph, the, the, anything that's brought as part of the normal suda is exempted by the Hamotzi. However, the Mishmur says, So, if they were to bring you something that's not part of the meal, you certainly can't be out, say, the bracha that you made hamotzi to exempt that from a bracha. It was your own fruits you wouldn't be able to exempt that just by having in mind that I want to exempt the apple that I'm going to have out in the middle of the meal if it's not part of the meal. So to over here, Elim came and my pas. We're only talking, the Ramah says, that you can get away the reason people don't make a bracha is because it's malafis as a pas. But certainly something that's not malafis as a pas, no one would have a havamina that if you brought that over, you wouldn't have to make a bracha rishon on it. If it was your own, you'd have to break a bracha rishon on it if it's not part of the meal. Certainly, if your neighbor sends it over, you have to make a bracha rishon on it. It's not part of the meal.
The issue for the number 25 points out that this idea where people send over food, that's only in a place where people regularly would send over food, one house to another. Where it was very unusual for somebody to send over food to somebody else's house in the middle of the meal. And just this one time it happened, so the Yerach HaShulchan writes, everybody would agree, even the Ramah, should Tzorach Levarach And this is in fact brought down by Levush as well, and in the Shulchan Orach HaRav. The Tila Ladovit adds, and he says, the Ramah over here is telling us, under all circumstances, you don't have to make a bracha, even if it wasn't a regular expected thing, because it's still part of the Suda, the Suda's Koveya, and he disagrees with these opinions that we just brought down. Now let's go to the Chavetz Chaim in the Bir Halacha, in Dibra Masku, Tov Shiocha Bithila Mea This we brought down before to get around the machlokas between those that are mekel, if you're having a fruit platter and you ate some of the fruit originally with bread, that you don't have to keep on eating it with bread in order to not make a separate bracha. And then there were the yesh chokin that said you do. So the machaber said, better that you always have the fruit with bread. And then in this situation, you won't run into any questions. So he brings down the very last line on the omud. Don't have just a little bit of bread with that fruit that you brought at the beginning of the meal. The whole major reason is you don't have to make a bracha on the fruit. If you're not going to eat them later on with bread again, as the Ramah writes that you don't have to, is because you will kovei asud on this. And therefore, it can't be called kriyasuda if you just had a little piece of bread with a little bit of the fruit and say, now, oh, I was yotzi this din. And he says, this is mucha from the Tamidi and he says this is going to be established from the Rabbeinu Yonah, which is the source of this din, and he says this is the words. Because over here, he's establishing the fruit platter as the main accompaniment to the bread by eating with the bread, then your potter, even if you eat it afterwards without any bread. And this is true whether you go and have bread at the end of the meal or not. And he says, Loshon Ikor Lifton Shekosav Muchak the Rain. Mishnah explains over here that when the Rabbeinu Yonah writes that this is your Ikor Lifton, you have to have Ikor Lifton. And he says, furthermore, the Machaber Shekosav the Toshiocha Betchilas Miaperos, the Mashmel Chora Filumat, while the Machaber seems to suggest that even a little bit would be good, Hainu the Yocha Mitchilamat Al Koponim, he's saying that at least you should eat a little bit. However, you certainly should then, Avo Yocha Gam Achakach, you have to eat it elsewhere with bread as well. Do Ikor Sudaso Hayo Elo Peros, because that's the main food. Avo Lamashi Siyam Aramor Kiloshim Rabbeinu Yonah, the Afim Lo Yocha Lasov Shaper Dami, Hainu Bar Kocha Lo Betimaktsas. So if you're having the bread as a significant amount with the with the fruit, the beginning of the meal, then you may not have to make any additional brachas on it. But if you're just having a te'ima, so then that would be a problem. And now let's go to the very end of the last Mishnah Brewer here, Sif Katan Chof Aleph, where the Mishnah Brewer writes, Kitzur Dine Peros Haboy Mesochasud. He gives us the summation of these halachas of eating fruits in the middle of the meal. Im Ochel Amapas, if you're going to have the fruits with bread, Pshita Shein Tzorach Klav Bracha. Then it's really accompanying the bread, so everybody would agree that if you put an apple into a piece of bread, that you don't make a separate bracha on the apple. The hamotzi exempts the apple from requiring a bracha. The nasatofel it becomes subordinate to the bread. And even if you didn't specifically state so, when you had the hamotzi, then as long as you're eating the fruit with the bread, then you do not make a separate bracha on the fruit. That's clear. Likewise, the opposite. If you just bring out an apple in the middle of the meal and you don't have it with any bread, everybody agrees, no doubt, that you have to make a separate bracha on the apple because it's not part of the meal. And this is true, even if it's a cooked apple. The It isn't coming as part of the meal. It's coming to be a dessert, to clean up the mouth, to freshen the mouth, and therefore it requires its own separate bracha. It's not part of the meal. 
where it's controversial is as follows. First wants to have a fruit platter. Some of it he's going to have with some bread, and some of it he won't have with bread. That's where all the machlokas we've been talking about occurs. Therefore, what should a person do? A person should get into the custom. Eat a little bit of the fruit. Originally, have some of the apple without any bread. This way, you definitely have to make a bracha on it. And then, then you can eat any other fruits that you want. You don't have to have it with bread. You can have it with bread. It won't make a difference. If the bread exempts it, if the apple that you made the bracha, exempts it, everything is fine. And that's if you're having anything else at the meal and you're not having a fruit platter as your meal. However, the Mishaburah concludes and he says, If you're having a fruit platter as your main meal, as long as you had a little bit of the fruit, and in the Bir Haloch we said you should have a little bit more than a little bit of the fruit, you should have a decent amount of the fruit with bread, then all the rest of the fruits that you're going to eat during the meal, you don't have to eat them below pas, you don't have to have them with bread, and below bracha, they don't require their own separate bracha. That is the conclusion of the Mishnah Brewer. We'll just conclude with the Eitzah Tova from the Halacha Brewer. The Eitzah Tova over here brings down, how do you get around all of these difficult issues and problems of do you or do you not make a bracha? So he says, From all of the difficult details that we've mentioned in this simon, it's very difficult. It's very difficult to not get involved in all sorts of machlokas as to should you or should you not make a bracha on all these foods that are brought in the middle of the meal or at the end of the meal. So he gives a great suggestion. The best way for a person to get around any controversy, any machlokas, before you wash, sit down at the table that you're going to eat and Ye time taste ma'at mikama mine macholim shebirchosim ezonos ve'aits ve'adama v'shahakol. He says at the beginning of your meal, before you sit down to wash, sit down at the table, have a little taste of something that's a mezonos, a little taste of something that's a bar priyates, a little taste of something that's a bar priyadama, and a little taste of something that's a shahakol. Make those brachos on those items and have in mind v'yichavi liftar komasha osid lechol, and have in mind that it will exempt anything that you're going to eat during the meal after the bread or anything that you're going to drink afterwards during the suda. And he says this is in fact minog yotze Morocco. The people that came from Morocco, those kosher yidin, they would do this. They would do this all this pseudo Shabbos after the kiddush before they would wash the tilas yadayim and hamotzi. And he says minog yofehu. This is a beautiful minog. It exempts you from any potential concerns or problems. I he brings down in Oschav Beis in the Bir Halacha. He says, this is a problem over here, according to what we explained, that the Chayyadim says, if a person is going to sit down at a meal, then he shouldn't eat, make brachos, then wash, and then eat that item again. You should first wash, and therefore not have to make a bracha she'enu tzricha. So he says, that's not a problem over here. He says, number one, that if a person goes and wants to eat that thing before the meal, he's allowed to, because that's what he desires to do. He's not doing it to stam just make a bracha. And therefore, one is allowed to eat that item if he wishes to at that point in time. So to over here, he says, since this person is doing this in order to get around the Suffolk brachos, he says he's allowed to do that. And he has a long arichas over here that one can read in detail how he answers up this question. And he brings down other great postkin that seem to agree with this as well. And he concludes, he doesn't think this is a goring a bracha she'en And he says, He says, that should be what people should do over here. That's his conclusion. Again, that doesn't seem to be the simple reading of the Mishnah Brewer, but he tries to explain that.
And then he concludes and he says, certainly if you are going to do this, make sure you don't have a kezayis of all these foods, because then you'll be having into a suffix of should you make a bracha or not. So he says, a little taste of each foods would be perfectly acceptable, and then go wash, and then mimanushach. If the bread is exempting it, that's fine. If the other brachas you made is exempting it, it's fine, and you don't run into any suffix brachos. That concludes today's share and this simon kufayin zayin.